Welcome to the I Might Be Wrong podcast with Travis Seppala, where we discuss faith, dogmatics, science, math, physics, art, and share conversations with all humans. Well, mostly only the interesting ones. Join me in welcoming and encouraging Travis on this journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Travis Seppala, and I am your host. This is episode 10 of the podcast. And once again, I'd just like to thank everybody for continuing to join me as I continue to put out podcasts in in the year 2021. Before I get started, I would just like to remind everybody that in the description of this show, you'll find a, a couple of different links. One is a link to support this podcast if you would desire. Uh, the goal that I have moving forward is to try to get the podcast completely listener-supported by the end of this year, so any support is is more than welcome. And then the other link is an email address that gives you an opportunity and the ability to communicate with me, and I do the very best that I can to answer any and all emails that come in, and in some cases that means responding uh, through email or or in some cases, I get to just address that maybe it's a topic that, that you're hopeful that I could um, touch on. And so I'm in the process of answering some of them in that way. And interestingly enough, this is an episode that has to do with a lot of listener feedback or a lot of listener suggestions I've gotten um, since the beginning of this week. Um, and I realize even as I'm about to start it that some of what I might say early on is probably not going to be popular with a lot of the people that I know, and maybe even it's probably not going to be what some people are were hoping for when they asked me to address this topic, but I would just ask that you would hear me out to the very end um, just to get an idea of where it is that I'm coming from. Because the topic has to do with really <clears throat> big tech and social media and some of the, the crazy stuff that's really going on right now. Um, especially as it regards um, what people call cancel culture, the free exchange of ideas, um, freedom of speech, all of that, because for the most part, it looks like a lot of that might be a thing of the past on some of these legacy social media apparatuses that we've been using for so long, and they've just become part of our daily lives. And now all of a sudden, it looks like if you're not willing to use the proper terminology, or as long as or <clears throat> stay within the lines, um, you're just going to be banned. And we saw this over the weekend. First of all, we saw this when President um, Donald Trump had his Twitter account banned. Um, and then on top of that, <clears throat> um, you know something very similar has actually happened on Facebook. And so what you had happen is you had people who just left and drove. There was a mass exodus of, of people leaving these sites. And interestingly enough, some people that aren't even um, what you would call supporters of Donald Trump, it's, it, and it's just that they disagree with the idea that you're going to do this. Um, and so they were all moving towards what have been now labeled as, as free speech alternatives to some of the, the existing social media platforms that are out there. And so um, some of those being things like Parler, which is an alternative to Twitter, uh, MeWe, I think, MeWe, MeWe, I can't remember or even know exactly how to pronounce that. Um, but it's ca um, being called a social 
uh, media, a free speech social media alternative to a Facebook. And then you have other outlets like Rumble and and Gab and, and others like that. And um, a lot of these things have been around for some time. Um, it's And there's just never been a desire to really move over to those things. And part of the reason being is because why are you going to leave Facebook or Twitter or, or whatever it is that you're using when all of your friends and all of the different people that you know are busy using that outlet? Because that's really what, this is really what the appeal is behind, you know, for, some, for, for instance, something like Facebook. What they provide is they provide this, this online room or area or forum, whatever you want to call, where you get the ability to, to meet up and talk to different people um, that you know, share your ideas, in some cases share businesses, your business, um, share your, your family pictures with one another, um, a way to kind of organize groups. So, you know, in organized trips, a way to kind of keep track of all of the different pictures that might have get taken, might have gotten taken on a trip, a way to just even debate with one another, exchange ideas, all of this kind of stuff. It's been used for a number of different purposes for, for quite some time. And the idea that you would leave and go somewhere else has never really been that popular because, you know, you're really leaving behind everybody else. It's not like, you know, everybody else is necessarily going to come with you. Um, and, and so that's always been the appeal. And there's always been some of these other, um, you know, some of these other things out there like parlor and um, may we and stuff like that. But really, there's never been a desire to go over there until all of a sudden, people begin to realize like if they can do something like this to, to President Donald Trump, then they can do it to, any, to anybody. And so people were just leaving in mass and then going um, to other sites. And, and the one that really uh, I was asked to kind of like my opinion on was, was just parlor because if anybody was paying any attention or maybe, or I should say maybe if nobody knows what I'm talking about, what you had happen is, over the course of a couple of days, Parler became the number one downloaded app um, on all of the, I think on both Google and and Apple stores, the Google Play and Apple and, and the Apple stores, and, and you know it was just being downloaded like crazy, and everybody was leaving Twitter, and they were just trying to like I shouldn't say everybody, but a huge group of people were doing this, and so it got dropped from the App Store, and. And this was done by, you know, the companies that are in control because they didn't all of a sudden it's kind of like, well, parlor, you can't have that, you know. And so and so not only did that happen, because that really wouldn't have hamstringed it completely because they still have a website. There's different ways that you can download um, the app. And so it didn't stop there. What ended up also happening is that their servers were pulled. Um, because Amazon actually is their cloud service provider. And so Amazon basically pulled them completely off. And so if people even want to use that app, none of it's available. And so the reaction has been um, by many groups of people that this is absolutely terrible. This is censorship. We need to regulate them. We need to police them. We need to stop them. We need to make sure that this doesn't happen. People are wanting... In the leaders of our country, whether they're senators, state representatives, governors, um, the president himself, to step in and stop this from happening. And, and a lot of people are really upset, and they've kind of shared 
the fact that they're upset, and they've shared the fact that not only are they, are they upset, they're, that they're they're scared of this, and and they're just kind of curious as to what I thought, and if I would share my thoughts via this podcast, and so that's what I'm doing. So, the first thing I'm going to say is is something really simple, and that is, be careful what you wish for. Okay, be very careful what you wish for when it comes to this, because you might think that this is a, the best thing that could possibly happen is for all of these different companies to get into all kinds of different legal trouble with the government and, and other organizations and that they get taught a lesson and that they're never allowed to do something like this ever again. And on the surface, that might sound like a wonderful idea, but Before you go any farther, what I want to remind everybody of is I want to remind everybody of the fact that it wasn't that long ago that within the Christian church and and there was a massive fight and a big debate that was going on just a little while ago as to whether or not it was okay for the government to try to step in and force somebody who bakes cakes for weddings to bake that cake for a wedding that they don't agree with. And specifically, we're talking about the case of where, you know, you had these, this bakery that was in danger of going out of business and there was a lawsuit being filed against it because the bakery was essentially saying, no, we're not going to bake wedding cakes for someone who is a homosexual because we don't agree with that lifestyle. Now, uh, the thing is, is they have every right to do that. Any business that, that, that comes into the United States of America, really the whole idea of a free market economy, is that you have the right to do business and not do business with whoever it is that you desire to do business with. You know, you have that right to, to you know, and to exercise it as long as you're not engaging, engaging in something that's, that's extremely criminal or discriminatory because we know, for, for instance, certain things like overt racism, that's not going to be tolerated if that's the means, you know, the, the reason for doing it. <clears throat> but you're not in any way as a business person being, you know, forced into saying, well, this has to be your customer base and you can't say no to them. I mean, you have the right to refuse customers. And that's really what's going on right now is, is basically Facebook, Twitter. I mean, they're, they're essentially saying, if you're not going to abide by these guidelines, then we don't want you on our site. And if, you're, and if you try to remain on our site and you don't listen to the guidelines, we're going to ban you for a day. We're going to ban you for a week. We're going to just come up and invent all sorts of different ideas. And when you put posts up that we don't agree with, even if we can't prove necessarily that they're wrong, we don't really care. We're going to just take them down or we're going to actually like cover it up and basically let people know that this, this is something that's suspect. And, and the idea that you would actually want somebody to step in and fix that is ridiculous. Because if they have the ability to do it there, then they have the ability to do it to every other single business. And, you know, part of what makes our country and, and, and the way we function, you know, really wonderful is the fact that, that actually the government doesn't have the right to step in and to do that. So the first and foremost, just be careful what it is that you're wishing for. If you honestly think getting government involved is going to make your life better, just remember, whatever it is that they put into place, that can be turned on you tomorrow. It can be turned on any group of people at any, any point in time. 
And as individuals in the United States of America, we should always be extremely careful when we're going to give power to the government. And we should always look at it in the terms, in, in those types of terms. I mean, it might seem wonderful for right now, but what happens if it turns against me for no apparent reason whatsoever? The next thing I would just like to point out to everybody is, is in regards to like my opinion, and I've had plenty of time to think about this, is pretty simple. Uh, I think everybody should just take a step backwards and let ta- capitalism just kind of run its course. Because honestly, something really dumb has happened. Something extremely dumb has happened. Something that I know I've never witnessed in, in my short lifetime. I'll be 42, you know, in a couple of weeks here. So it's not like I've been on this earth for a long time. Um, but at the same time, my background other than a semin- other than the time that I've spent at seminary is, is business and economics and finance. And so I'm very well versed with just the business world and the history of economics and the history of really the free market system and capitalism in general. And for the most part, the only time you actually see massive companies, you know, companies that are as big as, say, like, you know, Twitter Facebook that have such a huge market share. And there's only been a couple of times when companies have actually had that. It's, you know, telephone companies like AT&T or or steel companies. They border on monopolistic. And the only time that that huge portions of their customer base or their users are all of a sudden not available is because federal courts stepped in and they broke up a monopoly. And now all of a sudden you just have this, this, this group of customers that's just waiting, waiting to be served. Now, the only difference is, is that's happening right now. And there was no court decision. I mean, they literally just did this on their own. They're, they're, they're alienating and abandoning just a huge portion of their users, I mean, all uh, if if really because a lot of what's driving this is the fact that Donald Trump um, got banned from Twitter, and so let's just look at it in terms of that. Like we know, like somewhere in the neighborhood of say seventy five million people voted for Donald Trump, which is a lot. That's a lot. And then on top of that, there's also people who didn't vote for him that hate the idea that there is cancel culture, that there isn't a free exchange of ideas. They hate what's going on right now. So honestly, you could conservatively say somewhere between 80 to 100 million people are, are really going to most likely be extremely upset and they're being alienated by this type of behavior. And this is how capitalism works. When all of a sudden you have a customer base and they're all kind of looking for the same service, they're extremely dissatisfied with what it is that they're getting. And you know they are because, I mean, all you really have to do is look at Twitter's stock ticker and understand that they are already regretting what they've done. I mean, this is going to be highly detrimental for them moving forward. Because we know that a majority of the people that use social media are more than willing to move if they have to move, if they're not getting what they want from the service that that's ex- that they're part of. I mean, a great example of this has to do with just just the, the whole history of Facebook anyways. Because it wasn't that long ago, you know, where Facebook was not the only and, 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 pro- and only social media source um, that people relied on. There was another thing called MySpace. In fact, for many people that I knew, MySpace was more popular and people, you know, had all kinds of users. The thing is, is there was just a, a few little issues 
that some people didn't like. And and they were unwilling to change and to meet the needs of their users. And so people were just willing, you know, at that point in time, they just gravitated towards Facebook. And that's why Facebook became so big. It ended up taking both of these. Uh, it take, ended up taking all of the different people that had one day been there. Um, if Facebook isn't willing to do the same thing, people are more than allowed to move. The only difference, the only thing that's happened now is is people are actually mov- motivated right now. And when I say people, I say anybody who's part of you know technology right now and has had this idea, desire to start some sort of a social media company. Anybody who has even half a brain in their head realizes that there's close to a hundred million people, users that are dissatisfied with the different services that they have. And if, if you want to get a product out there, my goodness, you have people that are ready made for the first time, they're actually wanting to leave. And that's what I don't really kind of understand about some of the panic or the upset that people have, because many of the same people have been telling me for years, yeah, I wish there was a better service. I wish there was something different. I wish this wasn't the only thing we had on the market. Well, that wasn't going to happen unless you had somebody that was, you know, literally, you know, had pockets that were extremely deep and were willing to make a deep investment into this with the possibility that people weren't going to be willing to leave the Twitter and Facebook. There was one other possibility, and that is, like, would these companies actually do something dumb enough to chase away, you know, half of their base, you know, half of their users, which is exactly what they've done. And there now there's this massive vacuum in terms of what people need. And so, honestly, I'm not really scared about this. I know it's going to sound bad, but I'm kind of excited to see what happens here. You know, just purely from a business uh, standpoint, purely from looking at it from an economic standpoint, because man, this is going to be exciting stuff. Because my prediction is that over the course of the next year, there might, you know, there you have the ones that exist already. Some of these, you know, these these alternatives to um, that, you know, your your Facebooks and Twitters and and uh, and the main main players in social media. But I predict that there's probably going to be anywhere from five to ten other ones that come along and and are introduced to us this year. And they're all going to fly under the banner of a free speech alternative. You're going to use that kind of language. Hey, we are a free speech alternative to social media. Come to us and you're going to be allowed the free exchange of ideas. And, and that's really what's going to be, you know, put forward to us. And they're going to be fighting over, you know, like I said, possibly anywhere from 80 million to 100 million users. And and for me, I mean, I just kind of want to sit on the sidelines and eat popcorn and see who wins in the end, because I assume that one of them is going to become the most popular. And, you know, there's no part of me that just doesn't find that a little bit exciting just to even think about that fact. Uh, the last thing I'd like to tell everybody is is simply also just to be patient. You know, don't think that... You know, we have to be in an absolute panic or we need to come up with a solution right now. You know, that's that's living by something that I've heard called the tyranny of the urgent, where because things seem so urgent, we feel like we have to do something right now. And it leads us to do things that um, aren't necessarily healthy. 
for instance, you know, call on our congressmen or call on the, the governors of our country that, or, or the senators or whoever's in leadership and say, fix this, not realizing that we might be giving them power that they'll wield against us someday. You know, it reminds me of the, you know, the, you know, in the Bible, you know, you got like the, the king who has a bunch of his advisors come up to him and they got a great new plan for how they're going to structure their society going forward. And they place out all of these rules and, and he thinks it's a wonderful idea. And then shortly thereafter, he's having to throw Daniel into a lion's den, somebody who he trusts very dearly and who means a great deal to him. And he doesn't have any choice because he gave himself over to that moment. He gave himself over thinking to himself, well, this is what we need. We need control. No, what we need to do is we need to take a deep breath right now and to not be in this place of absolute and total panic and not run around and think to ourselves, well, there's no hope and, and my goodness, they're going to be coming for me next. I mean, quite honestly, more than likely, they're not going to come after you. And it's not because, um, you know, you're not, your ideas aren't valid or anything. It's just that there's not enough people listening to people, for instance, like me. And, you know, if for some reason, for instance, if, if I were to get banned, I mean, to me, that would be exciting because that means, man, there's that many people listening to me that they actually had to do something like that. I mean, there's got to be more than three or four of, you know, three or four people tuning in if something like that happens. So first of all, that would excite me. And then big deal. There's other alternatives that are going to be out there. This is how this works. And we're not supposed to be scared of it. Now, I realize that there's really nothing um, spiritual that, that I'm talking about. But I've just, this is something that, that people have asked me a lot about. And so if you're tuning in looking for, you know, words of wisdom, words of hope, um, or something along them lines, I mean, you know where I'm at. You know where I find my hope. And so when I look at this kind of stuff, I don't look at it with the understanding of, okay, well, you know, let's, let's find some deep spiritual understanding. No, this is just the world that we live in. It is. You know, there's always going to be a lot of these things that are in place. But, I mean, my advice is not to be panicked. If, if anything, this looks like one of the more exciting times that we can live in, in terms of just what's actually happening in social media. I mean, who knows what the landscape's going to look like? Who knows how many different services you're going to actually get to try? And they're going to actually have to compete for, the, for you as a user. You know, that's incredible. That's going to be a lot of fun. And at the same time, we get to watch, you know, these companies reap what they've sown, you know? They want they they wanted this. Well, reap the whirlwind, buddy. I don't want you to go to court. I don't want you. I mean, I love the fact that Parler gets to sue Amazon for breach of contract. Now that's a completely different thing, but I don't want them to go to court. I don't want this to be litigated. I just want to see free market do exactly what free market's supposed to do. You alienated 75 million people at least. That's going to hurt. Man, that's going to hurt. Okay? The end. For me and you, we're just users. And at this point in time, we're one of a huge group of users that, you know, anybody who has half a brain in their head, as I said before, is looking for an opportunity to make money, to create an alternative. And we get to participate. My advice to everybody is no matter what it is, try all of the different alternatives that come out there. Try them all. 
because that's the only way you're going to find out if you like them and, and, you know, enjoy every single moment of it. Because I know I am. I know I am. Thank you, everyone. I love you and goodbye.